Johnny knows best may contain adult language and explicit content. Parental discretion is advised. Host and subject matter may be offensive, extremely petty, or both. Additionally, Johnny knows best is not liable for guest content, censorship, or hurt feelings. Is this it? This is what I got all those ass whoopings for? I had a dream once. It was a dream that little black boys and little black girls would drink from the river of prosperity, freed from the thirst of oppression. But lo and behold, some four decades later, what have I found but a bunch of trifling, shiftless, good-for-nothing niggas? And I know some of you don't want to hear me say that word. It's the ugliest word in the English language, but that's what I see now, niggas. And you don't want to be a nigger, cause niggas are living contradictions. Niggas are full of unfulfilled ambitions. Niggas wax and wane. Niggas love to complain. Niggas love to hear themselves talk but hate to explain. Niggas love being another man's judge and jury. Niggas procrastinate until it's time to worry. Niggas love to be late. Niggas hate to hurry. Black Entertainment Television is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Usher, Michael Jackson is not a genre of music. And now I'd like to talk about soul playing. I've seen what's around the corner. I've seen what's over the horizon. And I promise you, you niggas have nothing to celebrate. And no, I won't get there with you. I'm going to Canada. Thank you, Huey. Thank you, Dr. King. You know, I just didn't enjoy it. I know a lot of people did. A lot of y'all did. A lot of y'all love this, this damn movie for whatever reason. But I am not one of those people. I did not enjoy this movie. It it was horrible. I didn't like it. Um, I can say that over the years, especially the last three or four years, like Tyler Perry movies have uh, steadily started to decline for me. Where, like, I used to enjoy. I'm a Tyler Perry fan, going way back. You know, I was, I used to watch his plays. Like, I'm a fan of Tyler Perry in general, just because of his whole story of how he used to be homeless and how you know he's basically like the biggest director writer. You know, well, of all, you know, right now in uh, 2020, he's a big deal. You know, he made a, he's a self-made millionaire. Um, You know, he's got a lot of money and, you know, and how he's built himself up. I'm a fan of Tyler Perry for everything he's done for the black community and everything he's done for the less fortunate. I think he's a great, great man. But this movie was not good. It It wasn't good. You know, this is this is my show. This is Johnny Knows Best. I always tell it like it is. And uh, I just got to be honest. It was not a good movie. I did not enjoy this, this movie. Um, it's not a reflection on what kind of man Tyler Perry is. If you liked it, then, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that did like it, that watched it and liked it. But a lot of people are just hyping it up because it's a Tyler Perry movie. 
I know some of y'all watched it and liked it, but I just couldn't get into it. The, the, all the continuity problems where the, the, the extras in the background would be uh, drinking without any water or eating food that wasn't there. Um, or um, the lady's wig would just would adjust itself in the same scene. And it was just too many issues, too many little things. Because when I watch a movie, I study a movie. Um, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, um, here I Play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke cess. Less, I must confess, my destiny's manifest. In some cortex and sweats, I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with orgy and best. Capture your bounty like elegant nest. Yes, bless you if you represent the food. But I hex you with some witches brew if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me, frontin' niggas give me heebie-jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not. No, I don't know if it's going to be a good show, but I'm going to do my best. I haven't done this in about a month. Um, I'm sorry it took me so long home to put out a new episode. I had a little medical setback right after Christmas. And, uh, you know, it due to my brain tumor um, and I wasn't feeling so well like right after Christmas. And probably like into the first week of January, I was in the hospital for a little while again. And... Uh, so I wasn't able to do the show, but uh, and then when I got out for last couple of weeks, I haven't really felt like doing the show, but um, I'm doing better now. You know, I'm feeling a little bit stronger, and uh, I just wanted to uh, start doing the show again. So yeah, you know, the show sometimes it it, it might take me a month. Sometimes it takes me six to eight months <laughs> in between episodes, but. If I can get one out, you know, before 30 days roll around, that's pretty good usually. But anyways, I got a great episode for y'all today. Like I said, uh, this is going to be episode 49. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, first, I want to I wanna say that I hope everyone is uh, enjoying their 2020 so far. You know, we're into the uh third week now of uh this new year and uh i hope everyone is is enjoying it i hope everyone's having a happy new year so far i hope it's starting out right for uh most of y'all or you know and some of y'all are probably not enjoying 2020 so far but uh hopefully for all those people i hope it gets better for you you know, it'll get better. It'll get better. It's it's still early in the year. So if you're having a tough go of it right now, don't even worry about that. Because, you know, maybe January wasn't your month. Maybe February would be a better month for you. You know, February's coming up. It's Black History Month. Um, you know, yesterday uh, was uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Um, as you saw by the intro there that I had in the beginning, that was from the Boondocks. My, from one of my favorite episodes of the Boondocks, I think 
the the Martin Luther King episode of the Boondocks might have been the first episode of of that show that I ever saw. And I got hooked on it after I saw the episode. After I saw Dr. King go off on everybody in that episode, I was hooked on that on that show, The Boondocks. I know they got some new episodes coming out. I can't wait for the new episodes. Um, I don't even know if they've, they've started yet. It, I have to check that out. I got to look that up to see if the new episodes of The Boondocks are out yet. But yeah. Yeah, I had a little medical setback right after Christmas. I spent some time in the hospital. Didn't really have a happy new year because of being in the hospital. But, uh, you know, I, I got out. I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to get a little stronger. I'm starting to get back into my regular routine of how I do things, you know, more or less. Or I've been, I've had to, to make some changes lately. Um that hopefully will reduce a lot of my stress and a lot of the problems that I was dealing with so that maybe I have more time now, you know, to do this podcast and to, uh, you know, put out a show for everyone that uh, listens. And I want to thank everybody that always has, you know, supported me doing this show in the past, I want to thank everybody that's listened in the past, the people that are listening now, and uh, I want to welcome everybody because I know there might be some people that have never heard this show before. You might be listening for the first time, and you're in for uh, a treat because basically what Johnny knows best is is just me talking about whatever I want to talk about for for 45 minutes to an hour. I'm going to try to keep it short today. I'm going to try to keep it around the 45-minute mark today, hopefully. Um, we'll see. We'll see how, you know, I'm just going to talk until I get tired. And, uh, you know, as I'm recording this, this is it's late, um, well, late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. It's like about 1 o'clock in the morning right now as I'm recording this. By the time y'all listen to it, it'll be later on in the day on Tuesday you know, some of y'all won't listen to this till Tuesday evening or Tuesday night. But uh, right now, it's like Monday night. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm home alone right now because of my, uh, you know, my sister is elsewhere. So I decided to uh, do a show to, to record a podcast because why not? You know, I used to do my best podcast at night, late at night. So... We'll see how this goes, and uh, hopefully, if I can put this podcast out, uh, I plan on trying to do another one tomorrow, and uh, while I got all this free time while I'm recovering, and I'm in my, you know, my recovery from, uh, you know, the last little bad seizure that I had, you know, I'm going to try to put out as many podcasts as I can, you know, before the, the end of January. I don't know exactly how many I'm going to be able to put out, but we'll see, you know, what happens. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, like I said, yesterday was uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. Um, you know, and that's always, you know what that means. When Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday comes around, that means we're about a... a Less than two weeks out before the big game, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What Super Bowl are we at now? Super Bowl 54? 
yeah, it's 54. Super Bowl 54, February 2nd. Not this coming Sunday, but that next Sunday. Um, you know, the big game. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to face off against the San Francisco 49ers in a game that I know a lot of people are excited about. I could care less about it. I'm not really <laughs> into either team. Um, if I had to go for one, I guess I'm going to go for Kansas City because uh, they got two Alabama players. So I guess I'm going to go for Kansas City. But I really could care less, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of wanted to see the Titans, uh, you know, after the run they had in the playoffs, I kind of wanted to see them make it. But they couldn't get past Kansas City, so I guess I might have to root for Kansas City. No choice. Uh, but if the, if the 49ers win, you know, next week, I won't be devastated by it because, I, like I said, I don't really care. I, I'm kind of indifferent to either team, really, to be honest with you. But I guess I'm going to roll with Kansas City just to uh, have somebody to roll with. And, you know, uh, you know, there's other things going on. But, you know, besides just those two teams playing, uh, Shakira and uh, J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, are performing the halftime show. Um, my girl, Demi Lovato, is uh, singing the national anthem. I love me some Demi Lovato. Mm-mm-mm. Just give me two minutes with Demi Lovato, maybe even three. I can do some things. I I just know she loves black dudes too. I heard that. I read that somewhere. So I could do a lot of things with Demi Lovato. I could do some magical things with that girl. But uh sorry, I got kinda off track. No, as of right now, I plan on uh watching Super Bowl fifty four if I'm at home. No, even if you're not, you know, that into the game, there's other things to do, you know. There's all the commercials, you know. People really don't get hot toward the commercials like they used to, you know, uh, like a few years ago. You know, that's kind of like, you know, I really hear people, you'll, you'll hear people talking about two or three commercials the next day. And, uh, you know, they always drop them on YouTube and Facebook anyway. So they drop them on the Internet anyway. So you really don't even have to watch the, the actual Super Bowl anymore to see the Super Bowl commercial because they release them online. But, uh, yeah, everybody, you know, always gets into the Super Bowl commercials. It, it, it's not as big a deal as it used to be, but it's still a big deal. You know, a lot of times you get to see the newest movie trailers. Uh, you know, a lot of times they'll show stuff that doesn't come out until, like, this summer or, uh, you know, later on, like, you know, this uh, holiday season. You know, way in December, you know, they'll show movies that come out like later on in late 2020. So that's always good. I always look forward to that. I always look forward to all the new movie trailers and TV spots that you might see during the, the big game. Um, Yeah, I plan on watching it if I don't have anything else going on right now. I don't. But, uh, you know, that's that's custom to change because my schedule could be changing rapidly here shortly. But as of right now, I plan on watching it. But uh, that's next Sunday. It's not even this Sunday. This Sunday, 
what we got going on is the 2020 Royal Rumble. Uh, WWE's uh, biggest show. Well, their second biggest show of the year, I would think. A lot of people call SummerSlam the second biggest show in WWE. Maybe it is. I always think of the Royal Rumble as the second biggest show. Uh, SummerSlam is usually like number three for me, but that's just me personally. You know, the Royal Rumble is one of my favorite events of the whole year. I always get hyped to uh, to um, watch the Royal Rumble because of the whole concept. And now they do the two Royal Rumbles, so they have the men's Royal Rumble and the women's Royal Rumble. And, uh, you know, and the reason why I think there's so much anticipation for that event this year is because, you know, with wrestling, usually we usually it, I'm talking to all the wrestling fans. Now, if you're not a wrestling fan, you might want to buy it for a few minutes. I just I got to talk about the Royal Rumble for a little bit and then um, I get on to, you know, to the main topics that I want to talk about today. But, uh, you know, we as a wrestling fan, we're used to like we usually have a pretty good idea of who's going to win every year. At least the last few years, it's been kind of predictable. Could kind of predict the winner um, based on you know how they were pushing it. But this year, it's kind of wide open. Like there's not really a favorite. I don't think you know Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion, is entering at at number one. And then 29 other guys after him. Um, then you got the Women's Royal Rumble. There's like rumors of Ronda Rousey could come back uh, in this Royal Rumble match. Um, I don't know if Ronda's going to be in it. That's just a rumor. Uh, if, she's, if she's in the Women's Royal Rumble, to me, she's the favorite to win. But uh, that's only if she's in it. I don't know if, you know, if that's like a, a, a thing. I would say this. If uh, if Ronda Rousey doesn't appear this Sunday at the Royal Rumble, I don't think she's going to be a part of WrestleMania. I don't think. I just don't. I don't know. I, I think Ronda might be done with WWE. You know, she was trying to make, uh, you know, some babies with her husband. She took a a year off after last year's WrestleMania so she can make babies with her husband. They haven't made any babies, you know, they, they've had all year. They haven't made any yet. But, uh, you know, I don't know if she's coming back to WWE. I hope she does. You know, I, she's still in her contract. I think she still has, like, another year under WWE contract. That doesn't mean, you know, it's not a sure thing. A lot of people think it's a sure thing. That Ronda's gonna be in the Royal Rumble this Sunday, but uh, I think there's like a that I think that's like a fifty-fifty chance she might be and she might not be. And as far as the men's Royal Rumble goes, anybody can win that that uh, that sucker. Um, like I said, Brock Lesnar's number one. You got Roman Reigns, who's another favorite because the rumored WrestleMania match. Is Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. Uh, you got Drew McIntyre. That's my pick to win the men's Royal Rumble. There's rumors that Edge could be in this Royal Rumble. 
rumors that CM Punk, most likely CM Punk is not going to be in the Royal Rumble. So if you if you got CM Punk as your pick, I wouldn't get my host. I mean, it's possible. Anything is possible. Like Undertaker could show up, Goldberg, any, any of these guys are uh, on the table until this, this event is over. That, but, but that's why I love the Royal Rumble because it's so unpredictable. Um, like I said, it hasn't been unpredictable in the last three or four years, but you know, like this year, anything can happen. There are no set plans. See, usually by now, I'm about to get off of wrestling because I know a lot of y'all are not wrestling fans and could give a fuck about wrestling. But uh, I'm going to just say this to all the people. See, some people say that when I do this show, I don't talk about wrestling enough because I know a lot of people that listen to this show are wrestling fans. But I'll, I'll say like, half my listening audience is or probably not even half probably like a quarter of my listening audience actually like watches wrestling as much as I like to watch wrestling and uh you know I do plan on going right now that might change in a couple weeks but I'm still planning on going to a Wrestlemania in April in uh Orlando um hopefully but yeah man so Anyway, back to what I was talking about. There are no set plans for WrestleMania right now. Um, you know, usually as a wrestling fan, we got a pretty good idea of what the whole WrestleMania card is by now, even in like early January, like before the Royal Rumble. But uh, right now, you know, the only rumored match that I've heard, that I've read about, is Roman Reigns against Bray Wyatt for the WWE Championship. And even that's not, like, set in stone. I think it depends on a lot of things. Uh, and it's going to depend on a lot of what happens this Sunday, who wins, you know, their matches and who wins the Royal Rumble matches. And I don't know. That's a good uh, – it's a good um, – it's going to be interesting. Just say that. So that's two back-to-back Sundays that I'm really looking forward to. The Royal Rumble Sunday and the Super Bowl Sunday. And then, you know, all that's on the road to the biggest Sunday, which will be WrestleMania Sunday in April, um, which uh, is still a good, you know, still a couple months away, still about a good two, three months away. But uh, a- April will be here before you know it. It gets here real fast, especially after the Royal Rumble. But um, also, side note, my birthday is uh, March the 4th. It's on a Wednesday this year. So uh, just let everybody know so you know ahead of time. You know, it's January 20th or the 21st. Um, I'm giving you a good month and a half in case you want to get a brother something. I'm accepting all gifts. I accept money. My cash app, app uh, name is uh, Black Panther 1983. If you want to send me money and cash app, I'm, I'm accepting all gifts for my birthday. It's a pretty big deal. So March the 4th is on a Wednesday. And yes, I can do that because this is my show so I can uh, advertise my own birthday. But yeah, man, I wanted to get the sports talk out of the way because I know... You know, a lot of my listeners maybe are not into football. They don't care about 
the Super Bowl, and then I know a lot of my listeners could care less about pro wrestling. But uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. And that's uh, this Aaron Hernandez, who also was a, a famous football player for the New England Patriots up until like a few years ago. But yeah, this Aaron Hernandez documentary, I want to talk about I want to talk about two little Netflix things, and then I'm going to get into some movie talk and uh, TV talk, but I want to talk about two little Netflix things first, and that first Netflix thing is this Aaron Hernandez documentary. Like I said, he was a tight end for the New England Patriots, you know, up until, you know, a few years ago. He died in 2017. He's been dead almost three years now. Doesn't seem like he's been dead that long, for real, but it's going on three years. This year, it'll be three years since, uh, you know, they put him to death. Well, I said they, but uh, he actually killed himself. Not like Jerry Epstein uh, killed himself, but uh, no, he really killed himself, for real. Um like I said, if you watch this Netflix documentary, there, uh, which is kind of this this documentary that came out this past Friday or Saturday or whenever it came out, it's very very spotty at best. Um, uh, I don't know how it, it's accurate, but then there's a lot of other like extra stuff in it, a lot of stuff about him being gay. And, uh, you know, in that he was trying to hide this whole side of himself from people. And uh, one of the reasons why, you know, he killed himself um, while he was in prison was because he didn't want it to come out that he was gay. And, uh, you know, which I never really heard before, you know, this documentary came out. I heard rumors about him. And maybe he went both ways or maybe he, you know, especially after he got arrested, that maybe he was in the guise or whatever. You know, I've heard that rumor. You know, that's been going around, you know, for for some time now. Um, But, uh, you know, Netflix really just ran this shit into the ground for real, for real. Um, they, they, They kept pushing that agenda more than anything about this man being gay. Even though, to me, that's not, like, the main point or the most interesting thing about uh, Aaron Hernandez, you know, whether or not he was gay. If he was, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know personally. I can't say because you can't take anything in that documentary for fact because the guy's not around to verify that stuff. You know, he's gone. He left this earth almost three years ago. So, you know, if he was gay... That's his business. I don't know, you know, what it has to do, you know, with him killing three people. You know, he was only convicted of killing one guy, but uh, he actually killed more than one guy there. Um, you know, just because he, he didn't get convicted of the two uh, two other dudes, he did kill that one guy. Um, I don't think there's much dispute in that. And, uh, you know, he went to prison and, uh, you know, he killed himself. But, uh, 
you know, regardless if you believe in, in what Netflix is saying about them having like secret lovers and all that kind of stuff, and that's the reason why he killed himself. You know, and his lawyer came out, I think, uh, yesterday morning, and he said that the whole Netflix documentary is bullshit. He wasn't gay. And uh, the reason why he killed himself is because he had CTE. He had, uh, you know, damage, brain damage. And, uh, you know, that caused him to commit suicide. To me, that was our... You know, that was always really the running theory, you know, that people had about Aaron Hernandez, that, uh, you know, his brain was really messed up. And uh, now whether that contributed to him committing the crimes that he committed, I can't say. Whether that contributed to him killing himself, I really can't say. But uh, one thing I can say, because I have brain damage myself. You know, as most of y'all know, a lot of my brain's been ate up, and uh, it causes me to have depression, and, uh, you know, I have been suicidal uh, in the past. I'm not right now, but I have been in the past due to the issues with my brain. So, you know, and uh, I talked about this Aaron Hernandez thing on, on uh, Facebook. And, uh, you know, I got had people coming at me on all sides. There are a lot of people that uh, didn't agree with the Netflix documentary. And a lot of people came out of the woodwork to defend Aaron Hernandez and say that, uh, you know, which those people are right. You know, the guy's not around to defend himself and then saying that he's gay. He was doing all this other stuff. And, you know, he's not around to, to, to verify that. But uh, as, as far as the other stuff that goes, you know, he did he did what he did, though. He did kill, you know, that guy. I'm going to say he killed all those guys. I, don't, I know two of them he wasn't convicted of, but he killed all those people. And I don't really think if you are... If you have any common sense or you come from a logical place, I don't think you can deny that this guy's a, he was a killer. Um, I made the mistake of saying he is a killer and somebody corrected me. <laughs> People just love to correct me on Facebook. That's I could do a whole podcast on that, on just people correcting me. You know, most of the time it's stuff that I didn't say, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes, you know. People are right to correct me, like when I post an old article from several years ago or, you know, when I misspell a word, you know, go ahead and correct me then. But, uh, yeah, this this, uh, this girl corrected me the other day when I, I said that uh, he, I said he, Aaron Hernandez is, and they correct me and said it was because he's not here anymore. It was, it, and that's correct. No, I don't mind. I'm not a man enough that I can be corrected sometimes. But it's just people are always coming for me on Facebook when uh, I made in uh, uh, have an opinion on anything. This Aaron Hernandez thing was no different. And do you know where most of it's coming from? And I'm going to tell you, I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. I'm going to shoot straight with y'all. This is my show. This is Johnny Knows Best. A lot of it is coming from uh, these women 
that are attracted to Aaron Hernandez. You know what I'm saying? He's so fine and uh, he's so sexy and all this kind of stuff. And this guy killed all these people. And, um, you know, he's not a serial killer. I wouldn't say he was a serial killer. But this guy killed three people. Maybe two were just alleged. One, he definitely got convicted for one of them. And, um, yeah, so a lot of this Aaron Hernandez love is coming from women that just want to fuck Aaron Hernandez. A lot of y'all listening right now, females that want to fuck Aaron Hernandez or not right now. That'd be a little weird, but they want to, you know, when he's still alive, you know, uh, a lot of y'all wouldn't mind. (laughs) You know, being in danger or almost dying because y'all think this dude is so sexy or he was so sexy. They just took the ball and ran with it, man. But uh, it's a really interesting documentary. Like I said, uh, if you got three hours that you got, just got, if you're up, like I'm up right now recording this podcast and you cannot sleep for whatever reason or you ain't got nothing going on. Um, and you just want three hours to just zone out, it's a good podcast to watch and listen to. But uh, as far as how factual it is, I think they took a lot of lyrics, especially just mainly with the gay stuff, not so much the other stuff. You know, it was interesting to see his cousin and how much uh, his ex-fiance, you know, stood up for him and everything. And, uh, you know, it's a real interesting documentary. I would recommend you, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, if you like killers or serial killers, any kind of those Netflix documentary, then you should definitely check this one out, like, for real, for real. But, uh, which, that's a good segue. Now I can talk about the other Netflix thing (laughs) that I also saw, uh, this past, uh, well, this past three-day weekend, and that is, and that movie is called A Fall from Grace. Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. And, uh, oh my God, it's a controversial movie. Um, it also came out, I think it came out Saturday, Friday, whenever it came out. It came out the same day, the Aaron Hernandez thing. Aaron Hernandez, I think, came out like a few days before that. Anyway, Tyler Perry's A Fall From Grace. Uh, a lot of y'all love this movie. Um, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of like buzz about it right now on Facebook and Twitter. How people say it was such a good movie and how everyone, uh, you know, enjoyed it. You know, he made it in five days, Tyler Perry did. And uh, which... He, I'll say this. You can definitely uh, tell that this movie was made in five days because this movie was awful. This movie was the drizzling shits. Uh, This is just my opinion now. Uh, I'm going to use a lot of vulgar language (laughs) because I have to because this movie was just not it. Um, This is probably the worst Tyler Perry movie I've ever seen. Maybe one of the worst movies I ever seen. Top three. It's gotta be in my top three worst. Uh you know, and I actually had another movie with Tyler Perry that 
that was in the worst movies I ever saw. And uh, that was an Alex Cross movie that came out like several years ago. Uh, I think in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. That movie was horrible. Um, I don't remember a lot of that movie. I think I have mentally blocked it out of my mind. But this movie, this this Tyler, this Fall from Grace, it was a Fall from Grace, all right. I know Tyler, you know, just opened up his new studio. You know, a lot of people were really excited about that. Um, it's supposed to be like the biggest studio, bigger than, uh, you know, a lot of these other directors and, uh, bigger than, uh, what is it? It's, it's bigger than like a major studio. It's one of the biggest studios ever, I think in the United States or something like that. I know I read that like a few months ago, you know, Tyler Perry. Anyway, the point is that, you know, he opened up his new stadium he made this whole deal with Netflix. He's getting, he getting that Netflix money now. And uh, Tyler can do better than this. I know he did this movie in five days. I don't care if it was five days, three days, one day, five years, whatever. He could have done a whole lot better than this. Um, you know, the writing, you know, as most of y'all know by now, if you're a Tyler Perry fan... He does all his own writing. So I read that he does that because he doesn't want to have to pay any, anybody else to write his stuff or whatever. Um, and, and it's his prerogative to do that if he wants to. Okay, so I was just recording a show and I, I got that DoorDash app. Or, you know, for DoorDash, for uh, how you order food or whatever. And uh, the only thing about this damn app, and I'm going to complain about that and not get back to how horrible this Tyler Perry movie was. And then I'm probably going to close out the show because I don't want to go super long with today's episode. But uh, this DoorDash app that I downloaded on my phone. And I'm recording a show through my phone. You know, I got my headphones on right now. But uh, it's just, it's so annoying because the stupid DoorDash app would just pop up at any damn time. Like, and uh, apparently even when I'm recording a show, I'm going to try to delete that shit off my phone um, when I get done. But yeah, so like, why do I need that app? Popping up at almost 2 o'clock. Anyways. Back to the Tyler Perry thing. This movie was. It was horrible. And you want to ask me why it was so horrible. The the writing was bad. It, a lot of it didn't make sense. You know. Um, a lot of things didn't make sense in the movie. Um, it just wasn't good. It wasn't a good story. There are wigs in the movie that uh, you can definitely tell are wigs. Um, horrible wigs, like wigs that like you would go to the local your local costume shop and put on your your wig yourself. Doesn't look like a professional movie wig at all. You know, I just didn't enjoy. It. I know a lot of people did. A lot of y'all did. A lot of y'all love this this damn movie for whatever reason. But I am not one of those people. I did not enjoy this movie. It it was horrible. 
I didn't like it. Um, I can say that over the years, especially the last three or four years, like Tyler Perry movies have uh, steadily started to decline for me. Where, like, I used to enjoy. I'm a Tyler Perry fan, going way back. You know, I I used to watch his plays. Like, I'm a fan of Tyler Perry in general, just because of his whole story, how he used to be homeless, and how you know he's basically like the biggest director writer. You know, well, of all, you know, right now in uh, 2020, he is a big deal. You know, he made a, he's a self-made millionaire. Um, you know, he's got a lot of money and, you know, and how he's built himself up. I'm a fan of Tyler Perry for everything he's done for the black community and everything he's done for the less fortunate. I think he's a great, great man, but this movie was not good. It It wasn't good. You know, this is this is my show. This is Johnny Knows Best. I always tell it like it is. And uh, I just got to be honest. It was not a good movie. I did not enjoy this this movie. Um, it's not a reflection on what kind of man Tyler Perry is. If you liked it, then, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that did like it, that watched it and liked it. But a lot of people are just hyping it up because it's a Tyler Perry movie. But I know some of y'all watched it and liked it. But I just couldn't get into it. There's all the continuity problems where the 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 extras in the background would be uh, drinking without any water or eating food that wasn't there. Um, or um, the lady's wig would just would adjust itself in the same scene. And it was just too many issues, too many little things. Because when I watch a movie, I study a movie. Um, I'm not like a movie. I'm not a film expert. But I, 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 when I watch a movie, I usually study. I'm, I'm a good. I saw so many good movies uh, in 2019 last year, and uh, I, I've seen uh, several good movies this year in 2020. The last three weeks. I've seen several movies. I'm about to talk about one movie that I saw over the weekend that I really love. But uh, I I just I can't get into these Tyler Perry movies anymore. I don't even want to watch the next one that he has. Uh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to go that far with. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to watch Tyler Perry movies anymore. But if he's going to be on Netflix, this was his first Netflix movie. Excuse me, I almost belched into the microphone. Um, I almost had like a Wendy Williams. Uh, I'm going to talk about that too if I, I have time in today's episode. If I don't forget about the Wendy Williams thing. Um, I know y'all can't remind me because y'all are listening to this. But uh, I'm going to try to get into that. Um, so three little more, two or three little things I want to get into. But yeah, uh I did not enjoy this movie. It just was not good. And there was just too many reasons to list. I could do a whole hour on how shitty this movie was. That's how bad it was. And uh, like I said, if you liked it, that's you. But I can't get into it personally. And I know when I posted about it on Facebook, like a lot of people disagreed with me. And that's fine. That's, you know, that's your prerogative if you want to disagree 
But like I said, you know, like the Aaron Hernandez thing, it's not like a lot of people that actually watched it. It's people that, you know, want to just hype Tyler Perry up because it's a Tyler Perry movie. Or they just want to get on the bandwagon and say something was good. I just cannot believe that anybody can watch this movie and like really enjoy it. I just can't. Like I said, I said on Facebook, I said it set black people back 250 years because... You know, I just want to see, like, a really good movie. Like, he has so much money with this new studio. I know he got million, uh, several million from Netflix. I know he did. And, uh, you know, I, he, I, I know he did it in five days, but he could put out, like, a better, better content than that. Tyler, he can do better than that. I know he can. And I know, I know how good of a director and writer he can be. And I just want him to raise his game a little. That's all I was saying when I, I posted on Facebook about this yesterday. And I know people, one person in particular, it's really one person that, that had something negative to say. Because uh, a lot of people, if, if you haven't watched this movie by now, it came out like three days ago. If you haven't watched it, if you don't watch it by the end of the week, you probably not. You probably don't plan on watching it anyway. It's one of them kind of movies, um, you know. So, but like I said, unless you just like to study really shitty movies, I would recommend that you give this one a pass. Just because, unless you just want to laugh at all the all the problems, like all the the bad wigs and. All the other like issues of people eating food that's not there, drinking stuff that's drinking from empty glasses. Unless you want to see all that, then uh, I recommend skipping this one. But uh, now I want to talk about a movie that I really did enjoy that was really, really good. And that is Bad Boys for Life with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith that uh, also came out this weekend. A lot of stuff came out this weekend between the Aaron Hernandez thing, or or it came out last weekend, I should say, because it's it's uh, Tuesday now. But uh, between the Aaron Hernandez thing, the Bad Boys uh, for Life, and then you know the Tyler Perry movie, I guess if you didn't have nothing else to do. Uh, but uh, you lost two hours if you watched that Tyler Perry movie. I guarantee you, like it, it just wasn't good. Um, I didn't enjoy that, but <laughs> I'm going to try to stop talking about it. But uh, anyway, Bad Boys for Life with the third movie in the Bad Boys franchise. Um, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, you can't go wrong with that combo. It was really, really, really good. I really did enjoy that. Um, like I said, I, when I don't enjoy something, I'm going to tell y'all. And when I really do enjoy something, I'm going to tell y'all how it is. And Bad Boys for Life. I know a lot of people that saw it are saying that it was their favorite one of the three movies. I don't know. I got to watch it again. I don't know if I can say that it's my favorite one. It's probably... It's definitely in the top two. I don't know. The first Bad Boys is really good. It's really good. I've watched all three of them over the weekend because two of them were on TV. And then I went to the movies and I saw the third one. So I saw all three of them over the weekend. And uh, for me, I think part 
I feel like part one. Part two is good too. Like all three movies are good. Bad Boys is one of these franchises where where actually like all three all three films are pretty good. They're all different. And like bad the first Bad Boys came out in nineteen ninety five. It was really before like in the middle, like Will Smith was in like it was like his first really big movie for real. Like he had been in a couple movies before then. No, it was before he did in like Men in Black. It was before he like he really blew up in the movies. And uh, you know, Martin had done a couple movies, but it was before Martin had really blew up. You know, even with his show. It was back in ninety five. So that movie, you know, it made so much money. Michael Bay. I don't think uh did Michael Bay make this movie? Hold on a minute. Okay, sorry about it. I had to hit the pause button and check that out. Um, Michael Bay, I didn't think he did. Uh, he directed the first two movies, but he's in the uh, Bad Boys Three. I didn't even know that. Like he's the DJ at the daughter's wedding. Mark Lawrence uh, character Marcus, his daughter has a wedding in the movie, and uh, Michael Bay is apparently the DJ. I just looked that up real quick. Um, while I was recording this, but uh, yeah, Michael Bay directed the first two. Um, so uh, you know the, the they were uh three bit movies. Uh, this movie's already made close to seventy million. I think opening weekend. Um, it's the number one movie right now. It crushed, crushed Doctor Doolittle. That, uh, you know, the Robert Downey Jr. that used to be Iron Man. Now he's playing Dr. Doolittle, the Eddie Murphy remake. Well, it wasn't an Eddie Murphy remake. Eddie Murphy was in the first one. This is a remake of that movie, I guess. Um, or, which the Eddie Murphy one wasn't even the first Dr. Doolittle. Wasn't there like another one, like a, like a really, a really old one? Anyway, the... That's neither here nor there. Nor the Doctor Doolittle, I think, bombed pretty much at the movie theater. Everybody went to see Bad Boys or Frozen Two, uh, which I still haven't seen. Um, I still haven't seen Frozen Two. Um, y'all have to let me know if that was any good. I missed that one. Um, I don't know if I'm out of time this weekend to go check it out. But I might, um, but. Get my little thoughts on that. Some guy was telling me on Facebook earlier, I'm not a movie reviewer. I should just stick to critiquing wrestling because I'm not a good movie reviewer. But uh, <laughs> I think I have pretty good taste in movies. But I really enjoyed Bad Boys for Life. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because it just came out this past Friday. A lot of people hadn't seen it. But uh, y'all should really go check it out. Um yeah, man, I don't know. I guess I have to watch all three again this weekend and come up which one I like the best. I like part one, part two, and part three. I think part one is the only one I didn't see in the theater. I saw part one when it came out um, on VHS. I remember that. I can remember watching that uh, on VHS when I had my VCR way back in the day. I think I was in junior high. I was in three very different places in my life during this whole Bad Boys thing. When the first one came out, I was in junior high. 
when that second one came out, I had graduated high school. I was probably like a year or two of being out of high school in 2003. I'd been out of high school like two years. And uh, now this one just came out in 2020. I'm a middle-aged uh, man. Um, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I'm, I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. March the 4th, March the 4th. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to drill that in y'all's mind um, in the next few episodes when that comes up. But, uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that movie. I recommend that if you want to go see a good movie. What else is going on? What else is going on in TV? You know, maybe he was. You know, he was a good-looking dude, but he, you know, the fat remains. That uh, I don't care if he was gay. And a lot of women they get upset by that, and they're saying this man wasn't gay or whatever. You know, Netflix need to leave him alone and stuff. And uh, I, if I were y'all, I'd be more outraged to do kill people. <laughs> Then, you know, him being straight or gay or a bi or whatever. Who who gives a fuck? Who really does? Like, that doesn't matter to me. And uh, Netflix really blew the whole thing way out of proportion. And um, I got to talk about the crisis on Infinite Earth, on the CW, the big DC crossover. They, that, they finally concluded that. Um, this, uh, last week they concluded it. Um, it was really, really good. The, you know, they had the first three episodes back in December and they had the last couple of episodes last week. Um, we saw the death of Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow on, uh, at least on television anyway. Um, I don't know if he could pop. I don't know if that means now. That Green Arrow is dead on the CW. Can that mean that Oliver Queen, the character, can pop up in the movies now? So that's a, a rumor that's going around that you know they might be getting ready to debut the Green Arrow in like a future DC movie. But uh, you know, ju- they're they're not making another Justice League anytime soon. So I wonder, like, could he show up in this this new Batman movie that's going to come out with Robert Pattinson? No, I haven't really discussed that yet on this show, um, but I want to discuss that. Not today's, you know, I'm running out of time right now, but uh, I want to discuss that uh, in an upcoming episode. So uh, look out for that. But uh, one last thing that I want to talk about, and is that this Wendy Williams thing? You know, Wendy Williams was making fun of uh, Joaquin Phoenix like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, because of the way his chin looks, you know, she was mocking him on her on her TV show. Um, I, I could do two hours on how much I hate Wendy Williams, how much I can't stand that woman. Um, I'm not really a fan of her show. I don't watch her stupid show. I see all these dumb clips online about her like roasting other celebrities and talking about people's business and dragging people for no reason. I'm not a fan of Wendy Williams. I'm not. Um, if you like her, then, you know, that's you. Uh, a lot of y'all like what I don't like. But uh, anyway, Wendy Williams made fun of Joaquin Phoenix. I was talking about how he looked. And she finally, finally got her karma back because she uh, farted on live television. 
You know, she tried to do like a silent, you know how you try to do a silent fart, but it wasn't so silent? Yeah. But she embarrassed herself on live television, and uh, I'm only talking about that because I think it's funny. And that's karma, and, you know, Wendy got what she deserved. But uh, that's all that I'm going to talk about now. I ran almost an hour. Um, I want to save some other stuff to talk about. I'm going to try to do another episode probably either today or tomorrow. I got a lot of free time in between appointments, in between treatments. And uh, I'm going to try to do another episode. And hopefully I'm going to have a guest on uh, on the next episode of Johnny Knows Best on episode 50. But this is episode 49. I want to thank everybody for listening. This has been Murder, Lies, and Podcasting. And I want to thank everybody. Follow me on Anchor. Favorite my podcast. Come on the show. Uh, I got to have guests. I want to have guests. Um, I know I'm going to have a guest in episode 50. I'm about to contact her right now, actually. Well, not right now. It's still like, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. But I'm going to contact her when I put this up. And... Uh, We'll hopefully put out another show here shortly. But, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And uh, follow me on Johnny Knows Best and share this podcast and tell your friends about me. And uh, I'll holler. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday, January 21st, 2020, 2020. And this is Johnny Knows Best. I'm your host, Jonathan Mays. This is actually the first episode of Johnny Knows Best in 2020. Um, I haven't done an episode since last year, since 2019, about a month ago. I think it was like around December 16th. But this is going to be episode 49, and it's called Murder, Lies, and Podcasting. Thank you for clicking on my show. Thank I want to thank everybody for listening. It's got a pretty good show for y'all today.